0: Welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation, Everyday Economics, a production of America's Talking Network. You can listen to all of our terrific podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Tuesday, August 8th. And join me as always, my partner, Dr. Orfe Divanghi, PhD, economist, Dr. O. I mean, the housing uh, industry is uh, very much on your radar the vast majority of the time. You and I will check in and talk about uh, all manner of things related to uh, home ownership and the economics of home ownership because it's the biggest investment that you're probably going to make in your life. Uh, if you're an American and I think it's still part of the American okay. dream to own your own home
1: honestly I tell you what what I tell people you know home ownership is how Americans got to make and keep their wealth that's that's what I say to most people uh, you know is it, this it's true we got this 30 year fixed rate mortgage right and, and then you get to accumulate a ton of ton a ton of equity. And then uh, you know that helps you maybe start a business, send your kids to college, uh, help your kids buy a home. It's absolutely amazing what homeownership has done for Americans
0: over time. Yeah, well, you know, without a doubt, I mean, and one of the I mean, one of the determinant factors in whether or not you can afford a home, um, of course, is where you live, but also uh, just you know your your uh, ability to secure a mortgage. Very few people buy a home who don't mortgage it, at least not initially. You know I mean? If, if you're going to buy a house and you're starting out in life, you, you've got to have a mortgage. You know, you're not going to own that home until you've paid off that home. It's interesting you say that. You you kind of, you own the home. Like you own the home. Yeah, you know,
1: you don't, you know, you have to pay the bank back, but you actually own the home, you know? And it's like, and you can sell, you can do whatever you want to do with it. That's, and that's amazing. But anyway- I think we should talk about Are we
0: arguing about whether or not you own a home while you're holding a mortgage or while a bank's holding a mortgage? I would take, frankly, the other side of that. And, and I mean, and maybe that's just my conservative nature. I mean, it's not mine until I make the last payment on I it. I mean, think it, about it. I think about it. You Can can you do whatever you want with your home right now? Except stop paying for it, right? So it's not mine. It, the, the, the I live in it. I have dominion. But not full. I, I do not have full authority over over the home. So, but let me ask you this question, and we can you and I could wrestle over semantics uh, at another time, uh, and, and and I look forward to that. Uh, mortgage rates uh, per um, mortgage news daily uh, came in today. Thirty year fixed three point zero four percent. That's down zero point zero two percent. That's a national roll up, of course. I mean, depending on your state, your your rate might be higher, you might be lower. I was looking back to see the last time that mortgage rates were about this high. Of course, you know, earlier this year, mortgage rates got up to, I believe, 7.2%. But if if you want to know what like a mortgage rate, a 7% mortgage rate, the last time we had something like that, you have to go all the way back to like November, December, November and January 2000 to 2001 before 9-11. Um, and, and then, you know, if you go back historically, I was looking at some of these numbers just sort of, you know, to give people perspective on like what, what these numbers have been, you know, uh, if you would have, uh, bought a house and required a mortgage in October of 1981, if you would have financed it through Freddie Mac, which is the only data that I'm seeing that's available here on this uh, mortgage news daily chart, you would have paid 18.45%. Right now, it's at seven point zero four. So, um, talk to me about what's going on with mortgage rates. What you know, what you know, where are they headed? I think a lot of people felt like, you know, when the economy started to slow down, and of course, we just talked about the jobs report and, you know, fewer jobs, and we thought that unemployment, would get know, a little, a little thicker, uh, might start to see some market movement, uh, in a in a positive way for borrowers, but. Uh, it uh, it's not really materializing, so make sense of this for us.
1: Longer term yields, right? Uh, like the the yield on the ten year treasury, uh, which basically mortgage rates tend to follow, uh, depend on actual inflation, inflation today, expected inflation, where we think inflation is going to be, and uh, and the prospects of U.S. economic growth, right? And so, you know, if inflation is coming down. And we expect inflation to to come down in the future, right? Rates tend to, to you know go lower, uh, but if the U.S. economy is on solid ground and it's likely that U.S. economy will grow faster into the future, then uh, rates tend to come up, and so uh, and so we have a situation where inflation is moderating, uh, but U.S. economic growth is picking up, and so uh, and so. Uh, And so we have mortgage rates uh, basically hovering around a level that has not been seen in more than two decades. And and so this soft landing that everybody was hoping for ultimately just means that rates will likely stay high for longer, right? And so basically absent a large decline in aggregate demands or large economic contraction, you know, uh, interest rates are not going to fall, right? We're not going to see any rate cuts from the Fed. And, uh, and rates will likely have to stay where they're at. Uh, so that's basically what's going on with mortgage rates. Uh, and, to, and, and I talk to a lot of people about this all the time. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, when can we expect mortgage rates to come down? You know, and I say, be careful what you wish for. Because ultimately, the only scenario where I see mortgage rates coming down today uh, is a scenario where a lot of people will lose their jobs. Right. And so and so maybe it's actually better that we're in a situation where the U.S. economy and the consumer are resilient. Right. And and with inflation moderating, it just means that incomes are going to have a chance to catch up. And, and so as incomes catch up to housing costs, we're likely to see more transactions uh, take place and more people move and the housing market functioning again like it used to. Uh, at least in terms of in, in terms of you know people that have been staying on the sidelines because of mortgage rates, uh, and so that's kind of uh, that's kind of what I tell people. I think you know I think people have it the wrong way around. They think they say, "Oh man, mortgage rates are too high. This is causing the market to slow, the housing market to slow down." And I say, "Yes, mortgage rates are high, but be careful what you wish for, right?" Uh, the only reason we had you know two uh, percent mortgage rates during the pandemic is because
0: we were in the middle of a pandemic. Right, right. No, I mean, that's that's, that's, as usual, terrific insight. And uh, thank you for for mapping that out. I mean, I think this is important territory for anyone looking to, you know, buy a new home and sell a home that they already have. And, you know, I mean, I'm I'm always grateful uh, for uh, the way that you make things that are more difficult uh, that much easier to understand. For Orfe Divangui, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com.